and a man that was uh, that's been a part of all the fan fests. He is ninety seven five. He is the man at the station. He joins us right now, Lord of the Afternoons, TV and radio. Mikey Miss on the Comcast Business Online. Michael. Good morning. What Good morning, uh, Michael. Nice job, uh, as always, as the host and MC of FanFest. It was an incredible day. Best ever. I mean, it really was. And, you know, you got about uh, 3,000 extra people this time than last year. I think it's going to get that, like, every year it's going to double. I think Ben Simmons brought in a lot of people. A lot of people wanted to see Ben uh, yesterday. And, uh and it was he was cool. He, I think he was a little overwhelmed by it. To be honest with you, I mean, he's looking out going, "Really? This makes me a sea of people like like modern day Woodstock for him." <laughs> well, you and I were standing on stage with him, and he was looking at the crowd. And, and like I'm trying to sell the town, like oh, fill off, you see, you know, because the LA thing's so prevalent here. Look at this. This is Philadelphia. Look at these people. You're not going to get that LA. Yeah, you're not going to get a mass adulation. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, they didn't even know who you are. And when he took out his phone and started taking pictures of the crowd, I I, I was thinking to myself, he gets it. He's yeah, getting it. Yeah, yeah. It, was pretty, it was pretty cool. I had a chance to talk to him a little later uh, on the air. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out like how to broach the subject of this uh, L.A. connect that he's, he's got right now. right? So I, I don't want to really offend him. So I asked like a two-part question. I said, all right, it's a two-part question. I said, you know, a lot of people worried out there. I said, first of all, you're, you're in the high-profile world now. You're, you're in uh, TMZ world. How do you feel about that? But also, now these people want to know that, that you're not going to L.A., right? So he goes, uh, I'm not answering the first part of the question. But the second part of the question, I'm a Philly now. That's all I care about. That's always a cool answer. So the first part, he said, "I'm not, I'm not, not answering. Any, I'm not answering the first part of the question." So he, he's like, he's determined not to like to avoid that whole cancel yeah, conversation. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Well, well, we played. We, I'll be honest with you. The what you said caused what he said to you caused alarms. It did. I got, I got like multiple messages saying. What's this? I'm in Philadelphia now. Yeah, well, uh, like it, it spells doom for the future. Yeah, well, I'm, and listen, I, he probably you can't box yourself in at that point because you want to keep your options open. Because then if it does happen, you look like a fool that you betrayed. So, uh, yeah, well, what was he going to say? You know, oh, I know. You know, I'm, I'm here forever, and and uh, and then when he, and if it doesn't happen that way, he he gets looked at as like the total traitor. Yeah, I, you know, but he, listen. You know how it is. If if he ever leaves, he will be a traitor. Now that's what happened to LeBron. Yeah, well, yeah, you I know? guess. But and, and that's what this said. People are worried about this L.A. world pulling him out. I I think he's going to outgrow the L.A. world. I think this is this is going to be like this is going to be such a lesson to him that like he's going to find out like. The man eaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this could be the best thing ever to happen. Right. So at, at yeah. a young age, he figures out the man eaters. I like that. I enjoy that and realize that Los Angeles, the temptation of LA, is no good. It just leads to the poison apple. Yeah, and he's got a good family base. Yeah, oh, he's got great he's, people around. Yeah, he's less susceptible to it. I see. I hope. Yeah, anyway. I love the kid, man. I I love him. Uh, all right, let's talk a business in hand here. So we're inside two weeks, mm-hmm. and we haven't spoken about it other than texting about it. But they looked horrible Thursday night. 
All right? Yeah. They look terrible. Their offense is non-existent. Now, we could talk about no game planning, no RPOs. All that's true. However, if Nick Foles starts against Atlanta, I think it's a stone loss. Without a doubt, stone loss. Because you can't... He needs protection. And there's just so much you're going to do with those RPOs where that it's already on tape. And the Falcons already say it. True. Uh, and there are two things that are worrying me now. Like, I'm not going to over it. Preseason to me, I, I can't stand it anymore. I just can't stand that, that we have to wait for this for this first game and go through another preseason game, go through another week and, and a whole bit. But there are two things that worry me. One is the Super Bowl glide, which happens to everybody. Yep. And I think right now, like, with the strength of their team, not, not the defensive line, but the offensive line, it's kind of like going, let's just survive this preseason. Yep. I, don't, I don't like that. And the other thing is, like, okay, everybody's going to be back game one. Now, where, where do you see you just throw guys in and it goes smoothly, you know? No, that's my whole premise. That's what I was saying earlier. I think that they start off sluggish. They could be five and three. Maybe even four or four, and then they need a second half where they put together a string of victories. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think they can survive. Go two and one, first three. That's about all I'm willing to commit right now. Yeah, I was saying earlier, Mike. I think this defensive line has to carry him through early. Like, I yeah, think they, that's... And, they, and see, that's that the one part that gets it, though. I think they've 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 worked hard in the preseason. Yeah, they've they've come like gangbusters. No, their defense looks strong. Their yeah. defense looks strong. Uh, Mike Phillies. Let's uh, talk Phillies for a second. You know, three. They they. I, I still can't believe they lost Saturday. When we were at Fan Fest, they were up five nothing. Uh, I I woke up from a nap. And they lost the game. And I'm going, how'd you lose that game? They have now not won the last seven series. They haven't won. They have lost six and tied the the short two-game series against Boston. Uh, you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of discouraged at this point. You know, I was one of steadfastly saying that they're going to hold on and win a division. Once you get three games behind, see, a lot of people look at three games behind. Oh, that's nothing. You know, and you're going to make the Braves seven. You got seven games with the Braves. Three games at this point of season is a lot to recover from. And you have to go to like those seven games. You have to go five and two. Right against that team, that that that's unrealistic. I think so. I, I don't know. I think it's just going to come down to just they're just going to miss out. Yeah, I, I don't think they're. I mean, I was surprised as late as last week when you were saying, "Ah, there's like I can tell you didn't believe it." Yeah, you're, you're in that mode of there's, eh. there's, not, there's not the 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 it factor going right now. They don't they don't have like the belief. Uh, it, it, well, they might believe it themselves, but I look at it from the outside. I go, they they just can't get a clutch hit when they need it. They can't. They can't period. They can't get a, a Their last, you know, going it. into this year, in this weekend, they were last in the major leagues in, in total hits. Yeah, and 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 the, and the like three, four, four, five has always worried me. Well, Eflin gets a lead, he promptly gives it back. Pavetta gets the lead, promptly gives it back. You know, they don't have that guy that can just knock it down. No. They be out beyond Nola, Nola. Hey, you know, even uh, Arietta's shaky at times. But, yeah, you know, it's just not, they just don't have enough right now. No, I, to me, it just goes back to they can't hit, and they can't play defense. Like everybody's going to have struggle a little bit, three, four, five. But dude, you can't hit, you can't hit your way out of it, and you can't. And you know this better than anybody. Forget about playoffs. If you're going to make the playoffs. In September and, and August, the last five weeks of the season, 
you got to be able to rake because yeah. you're going to be facing a lot of young pitchers, a lot of teams that are out of it, and so you can win on your bats. That's yeah. how the 08 Phillies did it. Yeah, a lot of unknown pitchers, too. They right. get called up and, and all that stuff. You don't have any, any uh, prep work on. And you got to have, have natural hitters. You know, they, they are what they are at this point. I thought they were going to hold on because I didn't think the Braves or the Nationals were, were strong enough. But the, but the Braves, the Braves hit. And, and that's and the they, point. They, yeah, yeah, they overcome what they lack in the starting rotation with, with bats. Mike, we casually mentioned earlier, and, and uh, uh, Pat Egan and, and Tyler, who are big baseball guys, they just kind of throw out, yeah, Nola's third for Cy Young voting. Like, hasn't he put himself a little bit higher than I know what DeGrom's doing. I know what Scherzer's doing. But but he, his numbers have just been unbelievable uh, he's, lately. He's an either-or for me. I, I understand it's either Scherzer or Nola. And we're, I, I charted out the way he's got seven starts left, and he easily... Well, if his teammates hit, give him a couple runs, he easily wins four games to get to 20. Right? So if you're a 20 game winner with his numbers, and I don't know what Scherzer is going to do, I don't know what Washington's going to do down the stretch, but, uh, I, I think he's got a really good shot to win it. The Grom's out of it. There, there hasn't been a Cy Young Award winner with uh, fewer than 15 wins since, uh, like 1981. Yeah, something like that. had 15 and won it. And the NL, uh, I know Felix did it in the other other uh, league, but um, no, you got you got to have double digit wins, and and Degrom's not there. So. All right, where is he? Where is Nola? You got Lefty. How far is he away from Schilling? Oh, he needs a lot more, man. <laughs> he, you know, he needs to do it another couple years this way. All right, before I even discuss it, I'm just waiting for it. I'm just thinking, how far no, is he away? He's, he's far from Schilling. How close he is to Cole? He's far from Cole, too. All right, so he's fourth right now. Because yeah, you can't yeah, really count Dr. Lee. He's a distant force. And only because they haven't had anybody, really. Because you can't count how they're Lee. No. No, he, he, he's, he's, he needs two more years of this kind of pitching to get in the conversation. I agree.